Hello and welcome everyone to the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode number 50, Woot Woot. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about this week's newest episode of Steven Universe, When It Rains. My name is Ken, and hosting with me today, as is often the case, are... I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. No, I'm Dakota. Hi, I'm back, guys. Jesus Christ, Dakota, why did you leave me alone with these people? <laughs> uh, you know. They're so terrible. <laughs> we do our best. It just isn't good enough. I mean, they could be worse, and they're getting there. They're getting there. Someday they'll be just, like, unbearable, but you just gotta deal with just horrible for now. Dakota, when you and I started a podcast about Kesha, we just invited these people on to be nice, but then they just kept talking about Steven Universe and they haven't shut up. I know, it's like, I just want to talk about how TikTok has fundamentally changed my life, and instead we're talking about how these magical gem people are saving the world and how Steven warms our hearts. I'm sorry, Ken, but we are who we are. <laughs> okay, GC has just redeemed himself. That's the episode. Good night. So we all hated this episode, right? Oh, it's yeah. Terrible. The episode terrible. was terrible. I can't stand Paradox. Okay, okay, okay. So this episode was good, but I think I was just very underwhelmed by Were it. Were you really? expecting more? Was it overhyped for How you? How could you be underwhelmed? Okay, so not that it was overhyped. I think just like, it's weird. Just like, it didn't really hit me. Like, as strong as it probably should have, especially with that plot bomb. Okay, now Sophia's in my spot for this week. Let's see how she can handle it. I can handle it just fine. Fight me. The craziest thing about this episode for me was that (laughs) I forgot it was Thursday until, like, 11 p.m., um, and I went on the subreddit, and I was scrolling down, and I saw the clip where Peridot steps out, and she's like, cool. And I was like, oh, they have another clip of it. There's all these conversations, and holy crap, I just missed the episode. Dakota... I plan my whole life around Thursdays. I know, I know. So how did you think that this episode was paced? The pacing was fine. No, what got to me is just my brain does this awful thing where it's super good at predicting how stories will turn out. And so by the time we saw the cluster gems in the kindergarten, I knew exactly how it was going to end. The crystal gems were going to save the day and Peridot would have to learn how to ask for help. And then this, the episode would end when she's going to explain what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Although I was still crossing my fingers and hoping for them to fuse. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I want to see it anyway. Because like, everyone's like, oh, it ended in a cliffhanger. And I'm like, it, it didn't? I am now in the camp that Peridot is going to be Steven's first fusion with another gem. Like, I just think that's going to happen. I'm saying I'm, I'm with you two there. Up high, guys. I also, I hate to admit this, but I think Peridot is encroaching on Amethyst's ground for my favorite gem. Ooh. I really? Really. No. She's an awesome character, but I don't think she's best gem. I hate that. I hate to say that because I love Amethyst so much, but like the more I see of Peridot, the more I'm just like, yes, I love you. I want to see more of you, and I want to laugh at the wonderful things you say. And Amethyst is just sitting over here glaring at me. I've enjoyed Peridot in these last two episodes, but like I said last week, she's just a little bit too manic at this point. If she became a permanent member, I think I'd get tired of it really fast. And even though she calmed down this week in comparison to last week, she's still not quite at the point where I'm happy that it looks like she's going to be joining. Mm. I definitely don't think like this manic aspect of her character we've seen from her as like this Team Rocket villain is going to stay. But I do like that kind of like manic personality. I think that she is going to mellow out some and her personality is going to be... I don't know. I feel like she's going to fill the gap that like a foreign character would in a cartoon. Like she's going to be a a Rolf in Steven Universe. She's, gonna be like like, she's not going to understand anything. <laughs> she's going to be like Rolf was in Ed and Nettie. 
Like she's going to be constantly confusing things and like just coming at everything from like a homeworld gem perspective instead of like a, this is how we live in the US of A perspective. Yeah, I can see that. Life has many doors, Claude boys. <laughs> but I, w- I want to I want to talk about the pacing a little bit because I saw some people said they felt it was rushed, but when I was watching the episode, it seemed to be a master course in pacing for an eleven minute episode because there was so much in it. But they managed to get through it all, and it just flowed so smoothly and naturally, you didn't notice how quickly they were going. Yeah, this show often has pretty severe pacing problems, but I did not notice that in this episode at all. I think what they mean when they say that the pacing was off was that it ends so abruptly, and you're still like absorbed in the episode that you're like, wait, that's all? Because I know that's what it was like for me. As soon as like Peridot came forward to the Crystal Gems, and she said, I have something to tell you, and my screen, the video player went black, I was just like, wait, what? 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 Look, you gotta expect that she's not just gonna tell them the, the same thing over. That would be boring. So yeah. it is it is an understandable place to cut. I mean, if the episode kept going after that, that would have been like the commercial break spot, or they just would have done a cutaway and right back to, wow, what you just told us is very severe. That might be very well where the next episode picks up. They could have done like mm-hmm. a fake door scenario where it just like kept going. <laughs> Yeah, where we, we get to see the, the, the crystal gem sitting there, pearls doing some knitting, garnets lifting weights. And up, oh, surprise, episode's still on. Well, I just, I still don't think this episode was in any way bad. It's just, it didn't hit me as strong as I think it was supposed to. I really enjoyed this one. This one in Nightmare Hospital. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just get like these little nuggets of lore. It was great. Some kind of quartz, you must have been made here. It, I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, that, that. Because I was, I was wondering, because we know that amethysts and jaspers are both in the real world types of quartzes. They both seem to be soldier types. It, okay, so do you guys know of the Guide to the Crystal Gem book? Yes. Yes, oh my gosh. It was released two weeks early in Australia for some reason, and someone's just been like posting the images of it online. And they have these gem bios of the uh, gems so far in the story. And for both amethyst and jasper, it says gem type quartz. And for all the other yep. gems, it was gem type and then, like, the gem itself. So pearl like is gem type pearl. pearl. And then peridot's gem type peridot. But for both Jasper and Amethyst, it was quartz. And I'm like, hmm. See, I still think this. I said this so long ago, but Amethyst, were she, like, a fully baked gem, she would probably look very similar to uh, Jasper. And I think that when you see, like, the scene from uh, Sworn to the Sword where Am- or, uh, Pearl is projecting the battle scene and she's fighting that gem with, like, the big ol' axe, that's probably, like, a fully cooked amethyst you know i don't think it's just one fully cooked amethyst you think that's like a fusion i think it's at least two fused together that book as well has another little nugget in it where garnet says something along the lines of if two fusing gems aren't identical the fusion will be a whole new being so if they are identical it's just presumably a bigger version of the same thing because I, I was doing some rough measurement of that axe compared to Pearl, and uh, using some rough guesstimation, I think that that gem that she faced down was about the size of Sugalite. Yeah, yeah, I think around that size. But how big do you think Sugalite is? Because Sugalite's sizing is so inconsistent to me. Like, the first time we saw her, she was way far away in the ocean, and she was still massive. And then, like, we see her later on in that same episode, she's slightly smaller. And then when we see her in... um the uh, sardonyx arc she seems even smaller than that like and i get that like they've said this word of god several times that gem sizes and character sizes they're not like set in stone that they're drawn in such a way to be dynamic to the specific scenes i think they draw them pretty accurately it's relative to themselves 
It is relevant. So it's relevant to each character. Like, Steven will always be shorter than Amethyst, but the sizes might fluctuate a little. Right. But uh, when I made the size chart, Sugalite works out to roughly... Uh, she's a bit under 18 feet. 18? She's even much bigger than 18 feet. Yeah, oh, she no, I, I can show you some gifs later that compare her to Pearl and to Garnet and Amethyst, but... Gifs. Gifs, gifs, whatever. It's Jife. <laughs> pronounced Jife. <laughs> Okay, Dakota just won. <laughs> Have you guys ever, do you guys ever watch PBS Idea Channel? Yes. Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. The guy yeah. who does that, he says Jife sometimes, and like, he'll change it up, he'll say Jif, Gif, Jife. I'm like, whatever he says Jife, I just have to like, look up, because I'm usually not watching the screen, I'm usually doing something else, like doodling or whatever, I'll look up and I'm like, what? I wa- wanted one last thing about uh, the type of quartz thing. What does that change about the pink diamond theory? Because rose quartz is a type of quartz. There are actually, I've seen a few people explain, or going with a couple explanations, one of which, Rose's gem is actually a pink diamond, but she adopted the name Rose Quartz out of solidarity for the quartz types gems grown on Earth. Or, if she was always a Rose Quartz, but still a leader, the pink diamond theory doesn't require that she actually be a pink diamond. She could either have diamond as a title, because that's just what they call their leaders, or she could just be Rose Quartz, one of the four leaders of the homeworld. I really think that she is actually, like, pink diamond, like, the gem itself is a pink diamond. And I don't have, like, any solid commitment on, like, why she adopted the name Rose Quartz, but I think that, like, Rose Quartz is a name that she adopted. And I think that for a lot of different reasons. I mean, like I said, those are, those are the three possibilities about Rose Quartz and the, and the pink diamond theory, but I, I'm sure that she was one of the four leaders, no matter what she was called. Yeah, that is definitely. That's, that's definitely a thing. I don't know if you guys saw this. My friend Deanna sent me a message on Facebook the other day of this like Tumblr clip and someone had gotten like clear screenshots of all of the statues on the Sky Arena and like one of them is clearly Yellow Diamond and then yes. there are other two that look like the other diamonds. Yeah. And someone compared them to the cool kids and like they all look like one of the cool kids. Hmm. Like Yellow Diamond looks like Buck Dewey. The one of them looks like Jenny. One of them looks like Sour Cream. And it's just it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Diamond has the flat hair just like Jenny. What makes you think that's Blue Diamond? Well, because if you look, we we know which one is Yellow Diamond, because we've seen Yellow, or assuming these are the Diamond Authority, we know which one is Yellow Diamond, because we've seen her hairdo in the extended theme. Then if you look at the order that the Sky Arena has their emblems in, if you go back one to Rose Quartz, that's the destroyed statue. Then you would go to White Diamond, going, going mm. clockwise, and then finally Blue Diamond. I like that. Blue Diamond being the flat-haired one with the mace. And White Diamond's hair goes backwards, and White Diamond has a lance, and then we have spiky hair forward Yellow Diamond with her sword. While we're on Steven Universe tangents, I am still, like, married to the idea that the gem retrieved in the pyramid um, in Sirius Steven is White Diamond. Where do we think Blue Diamond is? Okay, so if we're gonna go with those crack theories that those gems that they've bubbled are the diamonds and no one made a big deal out of it. I wouldn't call them crack theories. I do think that they are fringe theories, though. Okay, so Blue Diamond... (laughs) If, like, we can say that we the diamonds are on Earth, Blue Diamond could possibly be the lighthouse gem in Beach City Horror Club, because that gem was very blue. Because I think the reason mm. people come up with these ideas is because these gems were featured very prominently in their respective episodes, and they are those colors. But uh, that's the only thing to suggest that. We have nothing in-universe to suggest that. It's just us using our abilities as people who've consumed lots of fiction. We know how stories get written. And that is what makes people think that. Fair. Let's get back to this episode. It was a good one. 
That moment, though, with Peridot walking into the rain was just pure cinematic genius. I I, mean, I, I think we're going to s- come back to the episode, and we're going to say that is the moment when Peridot officially, you know, left the homeworld. No, I think, okay, so I was just sort of like, because the mid-season finale is only a couple episodes away, and I was thinking by that time, Peridot is either going to leave the Crystal Gems, die, or she's going to go full redemption. Like, she won't be redeemed, but she'll go past the point of no return. Don't say she's going to die. Don't say that. Parademption. No. Parademption has to happen. Yeah. And so now at this point, we know. At this point, like, there's no doubt about it. Peridot is, like, the big redemption point of no return is probably going to happen in the mid-season finale. Unfortunately for Ken, right? Do you not want her to be redeemed, Ken? I don't particularly care if she's redeemed or not. I mean, I like Peridot as a character at this point, so I guess I would like to see her redeemed. I just think if she joins the Crystal Gems, I would like her to calm it down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I bet she will over time. Yeah, no, I definitely believe that, and I can see that happening. It just hasn't happened enough to my taste as of yet. You know, people have been noting the changes in her appearance in this episode, her hair and her gem. I have not noticed anything. I think that's just some zookiness. No, but if you look at that, that might be the zook hair. But if Zook didn't board this episode, but this was Lamar Abrams and Katie Mit- Mitroff who were responsible for this episode. But if you look at her hair on our left, her right, you know there's a there's a slight cut where it used to be a perfect triangle point. Now there's a cut into it, and the same yeah. at the top point. There's a little fork, and her her gem is also coming out from her forehead projection. So rather than looking like a perfect triangle, it's turning into an irregular pentagon. I didn't notice that object oriented ontology. It's interesting how we had Catch and Release, which was boarded by Zook and Hillary, and then we're getting this episode, and now Back to the Barn and Too Far, which is another episode that popped up, are both, both going to be boarded by Zook and Hillary mm-hmm. as well, so we're getting a little marathon of them. I want to I wanna talk about Back to the Barn, guys. So do I, but I think we, sh- we should hold off. Mm. But I really want to talk about it because it confirms... Serve well, and Pearl of- confirmed! Yes! Serve and Pearl confirmed! And I ah. There are some people out there who aren't on board with Servant Pearls, but <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the easy call at this point. So is there anything else in this episode you guys want to talk about? Sophia, you mentioned that this episode didn't really land with you or didn't resonate with you as strongly as you anticipated or as strongly as it seemed to with other people. But you said that the scene where Peridot goes into the rain was cinematic genius. I agree with you that that scene was extremely well done, but for me, that was the one part of the episode that seems to have landed with on everyone extremely hard, but I was just kind of blasé about it. I appreciate it from an artistic perspective, but emotionally that didn't resonate with me that hard. Eh. I, I get that. And I think the only reason I can agree with you there is because like that was one of the scenes that I saw when I forgot to watch the episode, and I was thinking, okay, this is one of the scenes that they released as a really late bumper. So like I think that that took some of the, oh wow, that was really cool away from me. But I still really do like that scene. I like it in like the sense that I like a rainy day, you know? If that makes like any sense, I know, which it's, I know it does. It's up. cloudy and rainy today, and I couldn't be happier. It's a it's a beautiful scene, but it is funny that we get a bit of classic Steven falling on his butt in the scene, just boom. I really like Plus. the way Peridot just says cool. She's like cool. Just cool. to herself. And like you can yeah. see how much is going on in her head there. And like the streak of rain down her face kind of looked like a tear, too. And I think I like the latter part of that scene where she says cool more than I like her actually touching out and walking into the rain. Oh no no. Okay, so that whole thing was great. Like, the music kind of getting us. Like, I saw 
the like it stop and then it zooms in on her hand. I'm like, oh boy. And then she starts to put it out in the rain. I'm like, oh man, this is beautiful. Yeah, and she just she steps out and I'm just like, wow. And like this whole like rain and water has this big rebirth symbolism and it's just like mm, I love it. Was there anyone who was kind of afraid just for a moment that she was gonna lock Steven out? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Two kinds of people. That was really funny though. <laughs> It's like, because I admitted that as a possibility when I was watching the scene, and I know that there were some people who said that, you know, they were actually afraid that was going to happen. And it's like, because it was ambiguous when she when she's putting the hand for it. It's like, it looks like she's trying to feel the water, but are they pulling a bait and switch on us? And they were not. They didn't catch and release our expectations, is what you're saying. <laughs> that was great, though, because the line that just, like, goes through my head when I saw that was Steven in the return going, maybe when Peridot gets to Earth, she'll see how nice all the people are, and she won't want to hurt anyone. Really? It's She just needed to see how nice one person was. Steven. This show is just, like, rife with some of the most perfect foreshadowing and, like, hinting. It's wonderful. I think right now she's in it for the self-preservation, but she she has to be smart enough to realize that this is this is high treason that I am committing. I I am breaking all ties with the homeworld by doing this. I I cannot well, okay. save my skin now and go back. I don't think that it's that much of treason. Earth to homeworld at this point is just the cluster experiment. The cluster experiment, like if she, I guess I don't know, maybe it would be treason that she's sabotaging the experiment to not die. But I don't know. I think Homeworld cares a lot less about the Crystal Gems than we originally thought. Question. Concerning Jasper, do you think that on Homeworld, despite the fact that she was probably maybe even an Earth-grown gem or like at least she fought in the Earth War, do you think she holds a necessarily high status on Homeworld if they would send her to Earth knowing that the cluster was imminent? I think she went there to relive the glory days. I don't think she was ordered. I think like she volunteered. had to search... Yeah, I think Peridot had to search high and low to find somebody willing to escort her. Because Jasper's like, Jasper, Jasper basically exudes, I only came here for Rose. Yeah, J- Jasper, Jasper talks like a volunteer. I'm excited to see more Jasper after like, I don't remember who tweeted it, but someone was like, maybe she's a deeper character than you're giving her credit for. And I want to see like what depth is there. Um, she's pretty deep right now. Ah, uh, uh, jokes. Oh He's my got God. jokes. But I'm... But also, the cluster, it's not like any of us were really expecting it. You guys are right in it being one big guy, but I don't think that big. I did offhand suggest that it could be a world eater, but like the size that it's at is is kind of basically an NGC's wildest dreams kind of thing. It's like, gotta dial it back, it's not gonna be that big, it's probably just gonna be like a Godzilla thing, but no, it's a Galactus thing. No, but like, this is not something they can fight. I was thinking that we already knew that the cluster was just like these tiny little gems that had been like the shards yeah. had been fused together to create like this artificial fusion. I was not expecting it being the core of the earth. Like they said that. The they said it's in the core of the earth. Of the earth. It's incubating in the core uh, well, yeah. of the earth. Yes. And so that's the thing. Like apparently the geode isn't the egg the entire earth is. Yep. So then what is the geode and what are the geode beetles? The heaven beetles. little mysteries. No, they are the geode beetles of, of heaven, heaven and earth. earth. Aha. Mr. Hmm. Burnett said that they were corrupted gems, but he also said that the desert glass was a corrupted gem. And I'm like, are you just saying that everything's a corrupted, corrupted gem, Mr. Burnett? Is that what your game is? Okay. So I'm developing this theory as I'm saying it, but the heaven beetles, uh, the, the geode beetles of heaven and earth were very close gems 
akin to like Ruby and Sapphire, who fused together and created a really stable fusion. They were corrupted because they were trying to speak out against the fusion experiments. They somehow knew about them, and they created the geode to try and keep the uh, the uh, the cluster from emerging more quickly than it is. Uncorrupting the geode beetles of heaven and earth is going to be the key to like doing whatever they need to do with the geode to deactivate the cluster. That's the theory. It's out there now. That's not even a theory. That's like an awesome wow. fan fiction idea. Or yeah, something. I know. That's pretty good. Because, yeah, you should totally write that. Because I'm not going to write that, but I am writing an academic paper about like how Garnet stands for intersectionality of black feminism, which might be kind of interesting. But like the geode beetles have to have something to do with the geode, right? Like they have to. You'd think. Maybe geode is like a really common thing. Sure. Like amethysts come from geodes. A lot of rocks are formed from geodes. Geode dudes come from geodes. So like geode maybe to them like steel is to us. I wonder what the significance of Musk Island is then. Because there's a ton of like really huge geodes on that island. Yeah, and water coming out of nowhere. Like I wonder if mm. that was just like a natural, this is the beauty of Earth, or if those are like space gems. Guess we just don't know. Okay, so back to the barn. It's next week. It is next week. And I mean, this guy is the promo of Servant Pearl. This is amazing. I'm just, I'm really happy because I was kind of, I like Peridot, but I was fearing that she was going to be basically the center of like the next many episodes. And I'm like, I like Peridot, but I want, I want my crystal waifus. I want to know about them. I want to have episodes that are centered on them. And this next one shows that it might very well be a Pearl episode. I'm crossing my fingers. Oh, yeah. Did you see the promo still? Yeah, of Amethyst. No, no, not of Amethyst. Of Pearl in her spacesuit looking real yes. proud of herself. Ah, oh, adorable. That's our girl. I feel like they're going to flirt with so many ideas in this next episode, and they're not going to, like, actually go into any of them. Because, obviously, Pearl gets back into her spacesuit. The pink diamond is prominently displayed. I'm wanting Peridot to mention something about the diamond, like, why is it pink? And I know they're not going to. I know that what's going to happen is that, like, Peridot's just going to get really mad and say, like, some stupid Pearl or something like that, think that, like, she can do something like that. Like, I don't know. Okay, so I think Peridot is <laughs> like going it. to be the best thing to happen to Lord Junkies ever, because she's going to make- Until Jasper joins. Yeah, well, it joins, I don't know. But she's, she's just going to continue making all these, like, offhanded comments of, like, these assumptions of how Homeworld works, and we're going to be able to use those assumptions to build yeah. how Homeworld is. She'll be, she'll be the slow trip. Jasper is going to be the, let me tell you about war, kid. Your mom was awesome. <laughs> Crystal gems are like we're we're saving that until he's older. Eh, who cares? This is Ro he's he's still Rose. He needs to know. Oh my god! And we gosh. get to see like the the biggest gore and violence you can possibly get when you're just having light projections and gem shards. If that's the case, then the way that Jasper is written makes her perfect to just give us like this lore dump. That's not actually a lore dump. It'd be it'd be story time. Let me tell you about that first battle. I killed like twenty crystal gems. It was the coolest thing. But I don't think that she's gonna sit down and tell like an episode length story to Steven unless like some kind of redemption. Like have happens. Steven just sit on her lap. It'd be a two minute flashback, not not the whole episode. I don't think it would even be that. Like it might really? just be some more direct offhanded comments. Like Maybe. obviously paradox. The show is all gem. about subtlety and achingly slow pace. On plot, <laughs> but that's so they wonderful. Keep their though. hooks in me. Love the slow pacing. I know. I love it too. I love the kind of like 
slow reveal where you're just like more and more invested in the story as more gets shown to you. So if we're talking about potential future events, when I was writing today's speculation post, I, I did, you know, I was thinking, it's like, you know, as Peridot, Peridot filled in the blanks on Earth, she said, when we realized we couldn't use Earth as a colony, we decided to incubate the cluster here. And then, you know, we know the Red Eye came to scout, didn't find any gems still alive here, so Peridot came to check. But remember in Marble Madness, she said that the Red Eye had been to other planets looking to see if there were any gems still around. And we know from the message that the crystal gems were in communication with other planets. Probably those planets. Okay, so okay, okay. Where are you too. getting this information from? I don't remember her Marble saying Madness, that the Red Eye had been to other planets. She certainly implied that they were scouting other planets, but the Red Eye didn't report the presence of gems on this planet. Ah, there we go. Okay, that's... Yeah, now I and remember. so, so I'm wondering, did they do similar scale projects on other planets, or maybe even the same project? I mean, could we've already we, blown up Mars and we just haven't realized yeah, yet. Could we save Earth and still see a full-sized cluster or something just as monstrous? How big do you mm. think that the cluster gem is? Not like the poof, now here's the body, but like the gem that itself is that's been all fused together. How big do you guys think it is? Like the mm. gemstone? Yes. Well, we saw it in the Peridot hologram of the world. It's like as big as Alaska. Yeah, it, it looks like it's the size of the Earth's inner core. It looks like the whole inner core is the cluster. It's a bit of an overkill. Addendum to the geode theory, they had to have gotten the cluster into the core of the Earth somehow. They drilled into the Earth, and then they plugged the drill up with the geode. But still, if, it, if it's only millions of shards, it can't be as big. If, yeah, if it's only millions, it, it would have to be... I'm just going to throw out a number. It, it would be. It, ha, it would have to be many orders of magnitude larger than that to be the size of the inner core, so... To be fair, though, we don't know how much millions is. Like, millions could be like 2 million, or it could be 999 million. Well, she would say hundreds of millions. Yeah, you would say tens or hundreds of millions. If, but it could still it be like 8 million. But still, it's all within an order of magnitude. Even if it was 999 million, it still wouldn't be big enough to be the core of the Earth. Like, it's several orders of magnitude off from that, so it doesn't make a difference. Well, it's incubating in the Earth's core. But gem shards could mean anything from, like, a single sliver of a gem to, like, a whole gem that's been cracked in half, right? Basically, I, th I think that they have at least 20,000 full-sized gems oh, duct no, way taped more together. Than that. Okay, so you think, like, the smallest you could break a gem into, like, would be into fists. You break a gem into five pieces and more than that, and they're too small to really use? No, they, Pearl had eight gem shards from the same gem in Frybo, so we know you can go uh, more than five. Maybe. And the gem shards in Secret Team were pretty darn small. Yeah, hundreds of thousands. They had, what, 39 in there, and it was still smaller than a full-size gem? I think it's also fair to note that different gems are different sizes. Like, I don't know how canon the comics are, yeah. but in one of the comics, they defeat this, like, gaseous rainbow gem monster thing, and it's so big that Pearl can't even carry it. And yeah, then you have Jasper's nose, which is itty-bitty. Yeah. Got your nose! It does increase in size, though, for Malachite. It does. Yeah, which is, which is yeah, crazy. Because, like, it, it becomes... It, Becomes the size of a nose into being taller than Steven. So, obviously it's a little dynamic. And when Amethyst shapeshifts, they also change size. So apparently that's not set in stone either. Huh, no pun intended. But still, if, if we assume that the average gem is it is four inches on a side, then you figure that the cluster is, is going to be, at a minimum, what, 20 feet on a side? 
probably bigger, but that's that's the kind of that's the starting point we're talking about. We're not talking ten thousand mile radius or thousand mile radius here. We're talking like much smaller than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although that that projection that she showed that the just we don't know how big the cluster's projected body is going to be, but just as big as it got was like probably ninety or ninety five percent the volume of the Earth. So it's it's a it's a big boy when it's making a body. Yeah. What what could Homeworld even do with that? I mean, it could be like a Galactus and just like eat other worlds. But like, what is it? Just an experiment, just to see if they could. Hmm, don't know. She said it was a weapon, right? Geo weapon, yeah. Just like in Star Fox sixty four, they got a bio weapon, which is basically a engineered. I'm going to punch you, and I'm made of biology weapon. So I think the cluster is the same thing. I know you use my toothbrush. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you see the? Did you see the fan? Or it's not fan art because she made it. But did you see the? Like, heck, I'm going like, to make cavities get to me Lauren before. Had. Yes, I love that. And she's using the <laughs> wrong end beautiful. of the toothbrush. Yeah. Great. You're just, like, chewing on it. I want that to be canon. That, 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 that's canon. No, what now. I want to be canon is Peridot's weapon than being a giant toothbrush. No, 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 no. Her hand has to be, her weapon has to be one of those green sticky hands. The sticky hands that you get yes. at Chuck E. Cheese for, like, 20 yes. tickets. Yes, that's her weapon. It's just, like, a giant <laughs> sticky hand. She pulls it out and she slaps people with it. That's my That's in cannon. my notes. Discuss Peridot's sticky hand weapon. If her weapon is anything but a sticky hand, then I, I, I'm leaving the <laughs> fandom. I'm stopping watching the show. Everything's going to be ruined for me. Well, my ultimatum where if they don't catch Peridot, I'm leaving the show, it has already been disproven, so... Okay, I guess you're stuck for the long haul, Sophia. Yeah, you unfortunately. I love the show. <laughs> What's another thing? The How Gems Are Made video came out this week. Uh, let's 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 save that for when we have a hiatus. This is already going on long. Uh, we can we can, we can discuss the shorts together in one episode. Okay, because we seem to have a hiatus on the horizon. Well, yeah, it's it's October, so I mean, even even Matt's saying that breaks coming soon. Well, it has to be after the mid season finale, I think. So we probably no, get, like, they're not gonna they're not gonna go to a mid. We don't even know we don't even know that there is going to be a two parter in the middle of the season. Hmm. They might like have a mid-season event though that they might want to cover. They're uh, they're definitely not going to make it to that far into the season. They're they're gonna they're gonna have to stop before then. It's only three or four episodes away oh. though. Yeah, but we only have we only have a couple a couple episodes left after too far, or a couple weeks where we could air new episodes. Yeah, I don't think we're going to make it to a mid-season finale. Though, speaking of two-parters, I think that this episode and the last episode constituted a two-parter already, so who knows if we get one in the middle. Hmm. It's a very low-key two-parter. Traditionally, if it's meant to be a two-parter, you air it, you know, you premiere it the same day. Yeah, but it was like a direct transition between episodes. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if in the next episode we continue off with the Crystal Gems reacting to the news, it would also constitute as a two-parter or a three-parter. Matt Burnett lied to us and said there was no (laughs) three-parter. Which is weird, because they have the part one, two, and three in the next gem, like Earthlings part two, beta part one. Those might be working titles, you never know. Maybe. Apparently, Steven Universe was the working title to the show, and they sort of stuck with it. I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that those three episodes are all interconnected. Well, I mean, he does this. It, it might be a three-parter, and he's just lying to us. He's done that We never past. know. He keeps us guessing. Or maybe it's a four-parter. Ooh. Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a made-for-TV movie that they split up. Like, the last half of the season is just, like, one <laughs> movie all chopped me. up. Ugh. That would hey, chop me up inside. They did an entire episode of Rick and Morty on whatever the heck video sharing service 
where it was just a few seconds at a time. The intergalactic they did a whole cable? episode on there. They did two of them. Let's do ratings. This episode had 1.361 million viewers. It was at number one. Uh, second was the redonkulous race. Yeah, feels bad, bro. And now we have no reruns next week. Heck, we didn't even get our reruns this Saturday. At the last minute, they decided it had to be something else. That's it. I- I'm looking at you, Cartoon Network. You guys are making me sad. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I, I need my Steven, and-, and I'm not getting it. And I, I just feel a little betrayed. I, I know we're getting the premieres, but, y- you know, reruns are people, too. <laughs> I don't blame them for doing what they have to do to keep their ratings up. Teen Titans Go objectively does bring them in more money when they air it, so I don't blame them for that. And I like Teen Titans Go, so I don't have, like, the hate that a lot of people have. I it. do, too. The show gets so These much guys hate. are obviously paid professionals, and they know what they're doing, but, and I have nothing really against Teen Titans Go, but I think that, like, even kids might get tired of it after a while. That's really all you're airing, besides a couple interludes of other shows, and so, I, mean, I don't know. Nickelodeon has been doing it for years, decades even, well, a decade even with, with Spongebob. SpongeBob. Yeah. You know, how often do you watch Nickelodeon these days? Yeah, I mean, I don't, but honestly, like, if I see a Spongebob marathon in, I am more likely to turn it on because, you know, people will, like, rail against the newer Spongebob episodes, and I don't get it. I just like it. The sponge just chokes everything. See, I like a lot of terrible cartoons, though. Like, my boyfriend, he is just all about uh, the new Teen Titans Go being terrible, and I'm just like, I like it. I don't get what, I don't get the hate. I like it. It's good. It's funny. It's not supposed to be serious, and that's fine. Like, it's just a funny, silly show with these characters that I already like. Once I got over the personal offense of them remaking my favorite show from my childhood, it's just, I'll take it or leave it. I really don't care about it. If it's making money for Cartoon Network, that's great, but is it making money anymore? That's the question. Just just give me my Steven Universe Season 1 Blu-ray. But better times are coming. We're getting back to the barn, premiering next week. That should be great because it has Peridot and Pearl together. The two, the two best ones. I'm super suspicious. Too far. Have you seen the synopsis for that? (laughs) What is it? Steven and Amethyst get in on some gem gossip. And I'm just like, okay, um, what? Sounds like Downton Abbey almost. Now that I'm thinking of you have the high class woman (laughs) and the servant and... No, but this is, this is a Zook episode. She was talking about it on her Periscope, how she and Hillary did this one as well. And Steven and Amethyst seem to be the most likely ones to partake in gym gossip. In, in gossip. But like, what, what could they talk about? What is there to gossip about? Oh my gosh, Steven. I heard that Peridot wanted Pearl to bring her some tea. No, 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 no. We know, we know that Peridot is going to be the one saying stuff. She's probably going to have said something to either Pearl or Garnet. Like, I'm betting after this episode, Peridot and Pearl will bond, even if only just a little bit. And so, like, she'll give her I don't think they're gonna bond. I think they're gonna be at each other's throats. And then Steven's gonna do something very Steven-y, and then they bond. Uh, no, I yeah. don't think in one episode. That's probably what's gonna happen. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm fine if I'm proven wrong, but I, I think they're not going to be on the best terms. I think that episode. they will be on slightly better terms. But like gossip, my my experience with gossip has always just been like romantic drama and just like people chatting about that, and that's why I have like no interest in it. But now it's just like, okay, what? I hear Pearl and Peridot are fusing. <laughs> what? Do you think that it's gonna be a Ruby Sapphire episode? I don't know. That, that, that's just no, like they wouldn't know. break Garnet up. Just yeah, for that. I know. No, that would be cheap. Yeah, and that might not be like a casual enough moment to gossip about. They might talk about like the origins of Ruby and Sapphire's relationship because we know 
like from some of the leaked pages of the uh, the Guide to the Crystal Gems that when Ruby and Sapphire first fused, that it was really, really uncommon for different gems to fuse. That would actually be a good example. That that does sound like how they would do it. Peridot, coming from the homeworld, might live in an era where like almost any kind of fusion outside of like near emergencies is just really, really poorly looked upon. And so like she's curious, like, what are you a fusion of? Like that kind of thing, you know? Well, this is Steven and Amethyst gossip. And Amethyst well, obviously has zero of the uh, homeworld stigma because she just has never known it. I'm thinking that Amethyst is going to use some uh, previous information that she knows about Ruby and Sapphire, that Peridot is going to say something that causes Amethyst to, like, make an offhanded comment, and Steven digs at her for more information. Well, I guess I guess we will see you all next week so we can talk about Back to the Barn. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Ken. I'm Sophia. And I'm probably not going to be back on for a while, so later. Bye, Hunter. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening. will never say that in my presence again do you understand me there is always time it is pretty delicious to talk about peanut butter you always. don't have to talk peanut about peanut butter dakota time. everybody Guys, knows how good it is we're talking about peanut butter and it's just getting worse we're in the tangents of tangents <laughs> <laughs> just angry welcome to the lunar peanut butter arguing yeah peanut, peanut butter fod- podcast yeah